make sure that this is something that you want to do. Like if you're not in love with fitness and, and helping people in general, this is not something for you. You know, you have a lot of people out there now looking at social media and it looks good. You got the camera angles, you got this, you got that. And they just, they, they, they partake in it because they think it's just a come up, like it's a side hustle. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you, fitness is not a side hustle, Every, and especially in Memphis. Like you have people out here that really need to change their lives. Um, you see me do it every single day with helping people. You see Ryan do it every single day with helping people. Like this is a city that needs change. Like I said, it's been in the top 10 list for obese cities wow. since we can never you know, remember. Um, so make sure this is something that you really want to do because if it's not, it's going to be short-lived. Uh, other than that, like you said, to help them, lead with knowledge first. Do not lead with anything that's a fad-based type ordeal like as far as the moves you can do, how good you look, look uh, leading with your body. Like, let's not do that. You know, lead with the book first because that's going to be sustainable and it's going to help you have a career for the rest of your life. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap. Listen, I am excited uh, for this interview that we're going to be doing. I think you guys are going to get a lot of information. Uh, of course, our goal with the Equity Tap is always to help startup entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs that may be in a business for a few years. You may be a college student. You're looking to get out of college and jump right into being an entrepreneur, but you don't know what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Our goal is to help you uh, as an entrepreneur raise your business IQ so that you can start tapping into your full equity. With that being said, listen, I want to introduce you guys to one of my good friends, actually my personal trainer. He might not want me to say it right now. It's been a while since I've been <laughs> in the gym, but whenever I seen the best results, it was always because of my partner, Rick. Rick, do me a favor, man, introduce yourself. Look, I appreciate you coming out, man. I thank you for having me, man. So my name is Ricky Dortch Jr., owner of Ambition Fitness, um, fitness facility here in Memphis, Tennessee. I've been doing this for quite a while, 10 plus years, 10 plus years. A uh, certified master trainer. So that means I'm certified in multiple categories from nutrition, training, endurance, resistance, you name it, I'm certified in it. So it gives you my personality in the nutshell. No, that's what's yeah. up, man. So when it comes to like the certifications and stuff like that, uh, I see, of course, you being my personal trainer, I've seen a lot of the certifications and courses and mm -hmm. stuff that you went through. And I follow other personal trainers and stuff like that. And their education don't seem to be nowhere close to the amount of time and attention that you put into your yeah. ground. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the certifications that you've uh, that you've been able to accomplish? Um, like I said, um, so the big one for me, even though you have to get your certified personal trainer certification first, just your regular CPT, the big one for me is my nutrition certification. Um, it helps you understand the human body as a whole in order to be able to create a transformation. You know, I think um, when it comes to being a trainer, every trainer should have a nutrition certification. So that's the biggest one. Are those certifications pretty tough to get? Like, how do you go about, you know, getting those certifications? Um, so you can get online, um, search for the certifications you want, make sure it's uh, accredited, you know. Um, as far as being hard to get, yes, they are hard to get. Like, if it's too easy, then it's not the one for you because you got to understand you're dealing with the human body, right? and you must have as much knowledge as possible in order to be able to do your job. So when I say it's hard, yes, it is hard. You need to have a book in front of you, a, a original OG book. Like, don't just try to go through the online courses and get those quick certifications. They will not help you in the long run. Sure. Yeah. Man, I was flipping through your uh, Instagram and Facebook page to mm -hmm. kind of prepare for this uh, this <laughs> interview, bro. 
and the some of the transformations that I saw on your mm-hmm. page it is crazy. Like what is the craziest transformation that you have seen somebody go through? Um, the craziest transformation I would have to say, um, when I first, when I brought out my seven day detox program, those that program alone has produced countless crazy transformations within seven days. Pretty much just being able to uh, reset the body as a whole, as far as getting rid of all the junk they've been taking in, mm-hmm. and I've seen something close to what 15 pounds you know what I'm saying in seven days wow. it just depends on how much a person has been putting in their body this junk you know what I'm saying hold up 15 pounds in seven days seven what did days. that look like was it just because they had changed completely their eating was it their work ethic like what 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 contributed to 15 pounds in seven um, days like I said them accumulating so much junk putting in the body yep. getting rid of uh, a lot of internal inflammation things like that but um just changing their enti- entire lifestyle. You know, once you start putting 93 gas in your body, it's going to work at its optimum level. So it starts to push everything out that you've been putting in that is the need. For sure, for sure. I like the way you put that 93. <laughs> uh, look, I have a, a foreign car, and that's all we put in there, John, is that 93, and I hate it. I mean, like, I want to I want to scale down and get the cheaper gas, <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, having that mindset when it comes to your fitness, putting the, the cheaper product in your body and yeah. things like that, uh, definitely affects your outcome yeah from the way you sleep to the way you you know go about your daily life the energy you have your your, your mind state it affects every single thing yeah. and i'm sure a lot of people can attest to that like you've you've eaten something and you're just like man i don't feel good but when was the last time you ate something that was good for you and you said that yeah pretty much non-existent mm. why do you think that's so um like i said it's just how the body was created yeah like it's 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 created to reject that's not what's not supposed to be in there like alcohol you know not telling anybody not to enjoy themselves and have a drink, you know, but um, when you put it in there, that's the first thing. The body's going to halt all other processes in order to get that out first. Yeah. It's a foreign substance to the body that's not supposed to be there. So that's pretty much what it is. For sure, man. So how long have you been in business? Man, I lost count <laughs> of the years that I've been in business. Look, those years just tend to run Yeah, together. about <laughs> it's, I always just like to say a decade and so on. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's okay. not just to say, like, but I've been in fitness my entire life as far as sports, you know, staying in shape, things like that. You don't look at it as far as just uh, general fitness at that point. You just look at it as like I'm playing sports, this, that, and the third. But um, if I had to just give an exact number on it, I would probably say about 13. About 13, 13 years. Yeah. Okay. About That's 13 years. Man. So if someone is looking to start their fitness journey mm-hmm. uh, and they don't know anything, like what, do you, what type of advice would you give them as far as like the mentality first and then the work ethic that's going to have to go into it? Um, I would say understand that this will be hard, but it's it's something that you can do. And I always say one foot forward. Once you put that foot forward, you're already making progress. Don't be hard on yourself. There's a lot of people get hard on themselves um, and they want to quit, but you can't quit because there's no deadline on this, right? You're, you're supposed to have bumps on your journey just like any other life endeavors you take. Like, it's going to be challenging, but it's something that you can do. Like, I always like to um, compare it to parenting. You don't know what to expect, you know, but, you know, over the long run, it's going to be something that you enjoy and you love. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. That's dope. So looking back over your journey, I know this is our second location, maybe more. Yes, uh, second. Your second gym mm-hmm. location. So you outgrew the first one and then you moved to another location. Man, what do you contribute your success as a gym owner uh, to? Um, Simply my work ethic, you know, um, it's, 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 it's hard to just really break down the things that you have to go through when being an entrepreneur. But uh, my work ethic and the people that I have around me, 
For sure. You know, like here. So if you guys can't see out there, my partner is right here with me, Ryan. Like just having people around me that have the same work ethic I have. Sure. Like they, even if you get right. down. It's crucial, man. Even if you get down, they won't let you stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't let you stop, and I do the same for them, you yeah. know. So this just having a good circle around you doesn't have to be many, two or three. That's all you need. Yeah, man. I've always heard as an entrepreneur, you are the sum total of the five people that you surround yourself mm -hmm. with. So if you look at like your income level, mm -hmm. you look at the things that you like, you look at the way you treat your family, all that is going to be a direct reflection of the yeah. people that you surround yourself with. I think it's 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 to the point where some people don't like to be honest with themselves. You know, like, you really have to sit down and look at the people you're around. That doesn't mean they're bad people, but yeah. if you're trying to go to a certain point, let's see where these people, are they headed in the direction that you want to go to? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, if they're not, it's time to get, like, two other new friends. And, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you, you befriend them. It's just you need other friends to take you where you're trying to go. I'll be honest with you, man. That's one of the things that I've always noticed about you and about the individuals that you keep yourself around. You guys keep a tight circle. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of people that go in and out of that circle. Y'all keep y'all core tight, and all of y'all are moving up and succeeding. I was talking to Ryan the other day, and he was telling me about the success that he was having with his business, mm -hmm. the contracts that he was able to land. And I was happy for him, yeah. of course. But honestly, it wasn't a surprise because when I see, you know what I'm saying, the caliber of which you guys are building, it's like that's the next natural step, you know what I'm saying? The success is bound to follow, you know what I'm saying, the work ethic. Uh, and one of the things that I've been trying to, you know, talk to entrepreneurs about is you want to tap into that peak performance. Yeah. And a part of tapping into peak performance is you have to evaluate first who do you have around you. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you've seen in your career that allowed you to kind of just tap into that peak performance? Like you said, the people I have around me, uh, my upbringing, where I came from, you know, you hear it all the time. They try to label it as cliche all the time, but like really growing up in the hood, it does something to your, your mindset, especially if you're a person that wants, to, you know, want to go far. Mm -hmm. And once you come from the mind state of like, even if it wasn't like you were just like super poor or anything like that, when you come from the mind state of wanting to help your family, mm -hmm. it takes you far. Yeah. It really will take you far. Like it's nothing against anybody that doesn't have that mindset. But when you come from that mindset, it's nothing that you can't achieve. I agree, man. I came from a, a single parent home, mm -hmm. uh, and that was always one of my desires, man, was to, you know what I'm saying, be able to help my mom financially because I saw her work. You know, she, for the majority of my childhood, she's always held down two jobs. Yeah. Uh, and at some time, she would even pick up a third job, man, just to make sure that my brother and myself, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. got the education that we need. And I, I never want to be that person whenever I do uh, these interviews and stuff like that to be like, bro, we were poor, we was this. Honestly, we didn't have much, but we never knew. Yeah, my mom exactly. always did what she needed to do to make sure that we straight. We didn't go without clothes. We didn't go without, you know, education, food, none of that stuff. But now that I'm older, I can look back on it and recognize, you know what I'm saying, the sacrifice. Yeah. One of the one of the things that I always tell people in my story sometimes, the one thing that really clicked in my mind, even though I was young, you know, gas used to be like, what, 97 cents, something like that? Hey, I don't remember. Used to be something like that. Lower than 10 and, um, <laughs> You know, we had a 9400 Accord, I'll never forget. And, like, we went to the gas station. And, like, I ain't got no shame in it, you know. But my mom had to pay for gas and quarters. Like, she was a big chain saver. You remember we used to go jump, dump the jugs at Kroger and get the dollars for it? Mm -hmm. Once she's always wrapped quarters. And the day she we went um, pay for gas and $5 in quarters, I was like, Okay, we ain't gonna never have to do this again. Sure. You know, once I'm able to do what I need to do, we won't be able to do this again. It's moments like that, man, that are burned in your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that you always remember. 
Uh, that's dope. Look, let's transition into some of the, the entrepreneur success that mm -hmm. you've been able to have, man. I've seen you do partnerships with uh, people like Nike, uh, and you probably can rattle off a lot of them. How did that come yeah. about, man? And what are some of the most successful partnerships that you've seen? Uh, you've, I've had Nike, um, Ocor Mall, and uh, Carrieville Mall, Shelby County Schools when it was still, you know, kind of Shelby County yeah. Schools. It's it's a lot of them. Um, I guess it was just you know doing things that people hadn't seen in the city. Okay. Right. I was I don't like to call myself a trailblazer, but when I look at the paper and the and you know the statistics to it, nobody was doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and it it made fitness something in Memphis. Sure. You know, to a degree, especially as a um a group fitness standpoint. So. With the group fitness standpoint, it was able to build a community, build a camaraderie around the community, and they really wanted to have that a part of their business. For sure. So they really uh, helped out the uh, the contracts that were made and things like that. So we actually are working on doing that again. Sure. Now that the pandemic has kind of come down a little yeah, bit, they're they opening the doors yeah. back up and this trying to get this back on the road. So take me back, man. Let's go back to kind of the beginning of, you know, Ambition Fitness. Mm -hmm. um, even just Ambition Entertainment, I saw that, you yeah, know, yeah. you've had several projects that you've done under this brand, uh, which is dope, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To see one brand transform and continue to grow and to expand, that's the goal, mm -hmm. uh, right? So take me back to the beginning, man. What did, did all of it start at? So Ambition Entertainment, like you said, shout out to my brother, Kerry Crossford. We started Ambition Entertainment in college as you know party promoters that's where it started right and the name came about we were um my brother always had this this thing about having like ambition and stuff like that and that was his uh gamer tag okay. at the time okay. right and then our um our counselor um mentor he always said that we had a lot of ambition and stuff like that right so it was only right and my brother was like man we can call ourselves ambition entertainment for sure based off the gamer tag you know and stuff like that and i was like yeah that sounds dope and it, it it resonated because of where we came from. Uh -huh. And then at that point, we was like, yeah, we got a lot of ambition. For sure. And that's where it started. So it started off a part of promoting, and that's where the work ethic came in, from passing out flyers and stuff like that in the snow, things like that, to make sure this party was going to be what it was going to be. Yeah. And once we trans uh, transitioned from college and stuff like that, I was in between jobs and stuff like that. So I always knew I didn't want to work for nobody. Mm -hmm. But I had to I keep it. We got that in common. Yeah, yeah. I, always, I had a problem with micromanagement, you know. So, but I've always been into fitness, mm -hmm. and um, I was in Planet Fitness one day, and this lady asked me to train her, and I was like, you know, I'm not a trainer. This and the third, and then one session, she asked me like two, three times to train us. So I'm like, okay, I train. What made her want to ask you that? I, she was just like, I see you in here every single day. Gotcha. I was in there every single day, like I worked there. Um, and I guess, you know, I was doing some things and I looked the part and that's what made her ask me. Okay. And then I called my brother who I started Ambition Entertainment with. And then he was like, man, you on a train. And I was like, I guess so. And then that's when I was just like, know what I call it? Ambition Fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you good? Uh, so on the, um, the training piece though, how did mm -hmm. this start? So, uh, the lady asked you to be her personal trainer. Yeah. That sparked a, you know, a seed. And then you went back to your partner and he encouraged you. And then you, you decided to jump into it. Yeah, I jumped into it. So when it started, like I didn't, I didn't even know how much to charge, <laughs> right? I was charging like ten dollars a session. I was seeing how like an entrepreneur do you work through that? How do you work through your pricing model? Um, so at that time, like I said, everything that I was doing in fitness, at that time, I didn't know anybody else doing it. Yeah. So for me, it was just pretty much learning it as I go for myself. For sure. Like what worked for me, mm -hmm. I couldn't look at anybody else to ask them what they were doing. That was, I think, that was the hard, one of the hardest things to do in my uh, journey was to just figure it out all by myself, Yeah. right? And once I got it, I got it, but it did take some years to figure that out. It was not overnight. 
you're talking about five, six years to just get it down packed to what I want to charge. And then I started being able to, you know, I was coming into more income and um, was able to put myself around more people that were doing it in other cities. Gotcha. And then that's when I was able to break down and see what really works in the fitness industry. So for uh, entrepreneurs that's looking to start, uh, in the fitness industry, they want to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Two twofold question: What are some of the things that you would give them advice on to help them get started? And then the second um, advice would be: uh, What are some of the things that they need to focus on and to help them grow and scale the business? Okay, to get started, I would say make sure that this is something that you want to do. Like if you're not in love with fitness. And in helping people in general, this is not something for you. You know, you have a lot of people out there now looking at social media and it looks good. You got the camera angles, you got this, you got that. And they just, they 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 partake in it because they think it's just a come up, like it's a side hustle. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you, fitness is not a side hustle. Every, and especially in Memphis, like you have people out here that really need to change their lives. Um, you see me do it every single day with helping people. You see Ryan do it every single day with helping people. Like this is a city that needs change. Like I said, it's been in the top 10 list for obese cities since we can never, you know, remember. Um, so make sure this is something that you really want to do, because if it's not, it's going to be short lived. Uh, other than that, like you said, to help them lead with knowledge first. Do not lead with anything that's a fad based type ordeal, like as far as the moves you can do, how good you look, look uh, leading with your body. Like, let's not do that. You know, lead with the book first, because that's going to be sustainable. And it's going to help you have a career for the rest of your life. For sure. That's dope, man. Uh, one of the things that I've always noticed, too, uh, with you and your brand is you've always put a focus on branding. Uh, and that's actually, you know, we used to do a lot of yeah. when I ran the T-shirt company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and every year, like clockwork, you will always release new uh, and fresh apparel mm-hmm. to kind of keep the brand out there. Yeah. What advice or what mindset do you have when it comes to brand? Why do you continue to push and transform? Because I've seen your logo go through several different transformations yeah. <laughs> all the time. Like, what's the mindset behind that? So the mindset for me when it comes to branding um, would be to keep something fresh on the eye. Like, you don't have to go away from your core brand but you always want to give somebody something new to look at right because y'all know like we will get tired of something right so just giving them something fresh to look at and uh keeping your your core value at the same time like you see mine go through it says ambition fitness and a badge logo i have the acronym afgym but at the end of the day it's all still saying the same thing my latest one is a afgym training that matters but at the end of the day it's still going to stay to the core value yeah so yeah man you were one of the first people that I've ever seen in the personal training industry to do just like a full-fledged photo shoot <laughs> with the t-shirt, get the models out and stuff like that. I'm like, man, that's cool. But you know what I'm saying? As a business owner, like you said, you got to figure out how to first cut through, you know what I'm saying, the noise. Mm-hmm. Branding is crucial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if your branding doesn't speak for you, a lot of times your brand speaks before you even speak. Mm-hmm. And I see, uh, as a graphic designer, I see certain logos and I'm just, and you can instantly tell the caliber of you know what I'm saying, business owner. And it may not even mm-hmm. be true, but that's just how powerful your brand speaks for you. Yeah. I, um, Like I said, uh, not too long ago, one of my graphic designers, he passed away. Rest in peace, Chris Leatherwood. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that was my graphic designer since right. throwing parties, man. Chris Green, but man. even even while he was doing my graphics, you know, he taught me mm-hmm. as I kept going to be able to how to understand, like to be able to make it on my own if he couldn't get to it because he was busy and stuff like that. But um, it really gave me an eye for it out with throwing parties, how something should look. 
yeah. in order to execute it on the back end. So that really helped me out a lot. That really helped me out a lot. For sure. Chris is a great guy, man. Actually, yeah. me and Chris met in high school. Uh, he went to Overton for one year, mm -hmm. and then he left. Well, I don't know. He may have went for two years. I went for a year, left, and came back. But mm -hmm. when I came back, he wasn't there. But we reconnected in college. Yeah. And, man, Chris was he was one of those graphic designers that I always used to look at and be like, man, how did he? He was like ahead of his time. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. He was always ahead of his time. And I would look at his graphics and I would always try to mimic a lot of what he did. <laughs> and he was cold because he, he was cold. one that I saw who mixed like <laughs> photography with graphic design. Mm -hmm. I was on the graphic side. I never did photography. Yeah. I was like, man, I got to get my photography game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chris was cold. So look, let's transition back into business. What are some of the things that you see uh, that gym owners are, are not doing correctly, or I guess a better way to ask it is why don't a lot of gym owners see a lot of success like you've been able to have? I think a lot of gym owners don't see success based off, like I said, following the fad. Like they're always trying to go on to the next thing versus staying with in the lane that they, they specialize in, right? Never go away from something that you specialize in trying to make a quick dollar. And I think when you're trying to chase the bag, as they say, yeah you always end up losing on the back half because if you're always chasing the back you can't sustain the money that you are making right so the success tends to go down um so stay true to yourself always stay true to yourself stay true to your brand your morals things like that it's a lot of uh, people in the fitness industry that lack morals and with that being said it's always going to be the next best thing when it comes to social media but when you're grounded in your community or the seat of the state you live in you're always going to be good if you stick to your morals for sure. Nah, that's dope, man. I also noticed that you create a lot of programs. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen you do the boot camp. Uh, I've seen you do several different things, man. Like, what is one of the most successful programs that you've been able to create? Um, the most successful will be, I would say, my sweat cardio class. Like, okay. that's, that's one of my, my babies, as I like to say. Gotcha. You know, um, What does that consist of? It consists of a cardiorhythmic movement, right? Okay. I always like to tell people, we're not dancing. You're actually doing exercise moves to the beat of um, me. I created that class a long time ago, a long time ago. Um, and I added my uh, one of my good friends, like my brother, uh, Jeremy Brown, DJ J. Brown, shout out to him. Yeah, he's doing uh, big things yeah. right now, man. When I'm so I, proud of him, man. Yeah, out there doing it. Like when I added him to the element, we used to sit in his house right before, you know, he got into his lane and really was getting off up and practice these songs with the moves every single night. Oh, wow, that's great. Every night. A lot of people don't know that, like he, I actually, I don't know how to DJ, but I can tell you if if we were in the club party, I could tell you if a DJ is off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He taught me a lot of that. So being able to be in sync with him, it just made the, the class take off. Now I get booked out of town for it and stuff like that. So that was the biggest thing I ever made. Sure. How often do you do it? And, and for people that's listening to it, how can they find mm -hmm. So always follow my uh, Instagram page, at Ambition Fitness. Um, I actually have a class January 2nd, right? The first Monday of the year, me and DJ J. Brown, we going up that day. But um, follow the page. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to. I try to do it at least once or twice a month now. At least starting in the new year, I know I'll do it more. Um, it takes a toll on me trying to do it all the time, bouncing around. But, yeah, at least once or twice a month. Okay. Yeah. So, man, with all of the success that you're having now uh, in your gym and in the fitness industry, mm -hmm. um, one of the things that, you know, when I ran a t-shirt company, one of the things that I recognized is you really can only go as far as, like, your team. You have to have a good team yeah. that's around you helping you. So how are you uh, delegating some of the responsibilities? Because you do a lot, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, with, with camps and with classes, then personal training, you know, and group class, and you there's a lot. Then we want, I want to talk to you about bodybuilding as well mm -hmm. and, and that whole life. So you got a lot going on. So how do you manage that when it comes to, like, um, Having a good circle. 
<laughs> I'm in a good circle. I wouldn't even necessarily call it delegation. I just call it accountability. Okay. That one word accountability, like Ryan, um, the people around me, my lady, stuff like that, like just all accountability. For sure. You know, uh, my parents, stuff like that. Everybody just, they, they come in and they help. Okay. You know, and as far as like catapulting your career and stuff like that and being successful with it, like I said, if I'm doing something that 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 I know my partners are not on, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw the rope back. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And like with Ryan and stuff like that, he's getting contracts and stuff like that. Once he gets into that planning position, he throws the rope back. Come on, let's go. So we always catapulting each other up. You Bro, know, that's stuff like that. That's dope, man. Cause and, and that's one of the things I try to talk to my partners about all the mm-hmm. time. It's like we leveling each other up so that we can pull each other up. Exactly. So if mm-hmm. I go up a step and you not up there, then I need to level you up. And then if you go up two steps, then mm-hmm. you're obligated to pull me up. Exactly. What I see a lot of times is, you know what I'm saying, people that you level up, they pass the ball to other people. Mm-hmm. It's like your, your circle wide open, pass us the ball. Exactly. He leveled you up, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong at, man. Yeah, and, you know, I guess that's just based off, you know, people living in the social world and just really putting stuff on popularity yeah. versus putting it on, you know, the people that really got your back and has been there since, you know, since you was just starting. Yeah, for sure. You know, once you start doing that, like, I really believe your, your blessings come tenfold Yeah, versus trying to pass it to other people because once they going to pass it to the next person and not you. Exactly. So the ball just going to keep going to other teams. Yeah. You know, so exactly. it's not, it's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. So look, man, you just released, uh, launched uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. the uh, Memphis, what is it, the Fitness? Uh, yeah, Memphis Fitness Fest. Memphis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did that go, man? And what, how did you come about that? How did that all Man, seeing, like, different cities have these, like, you know, these fit weekends and stuff like that, and they would always, of course, I know Memphis isn't a big city like that, but... Um, it's just a decent size. It's a decent yeah. size city, but they just overpass us when it comes to fitness. So it's, see, I'm not going to change. Atlanta, jump over, you know, Dallas, Houston, jump back over Miami, go back to Atlanta. They just used to always pass us. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, we need something based off, you know, you see people in Memphis like really getting fit. We got a lot of new gyms opening up and stuff like that. I was like, I need to do something for our city to make it happen. And it was a it was a success. Yeah. You know, we travel from gym to gym. Um doing fitness classes and stuff like that, and we ended up with a big after party. So it was a major success. I can't wait until this year. Was it a one-day thing? Was it a whole week? Okay, so we out? started um, Thursday. We started Thursday night uh, with a class over at Shrieker Fitness. Okay. And then Friday we went over to uh, Wayne Training White Haven. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday morning we ended at my gym. Okay. Then we had a lot of different vendors and stuff like that come out. Um, and then, like I said, we ended with the after party. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I know the learning curve on this stuff was crazy. Like. What are some? What was some of the most difficult things that you had to figure out through that process? Oh, uh, with that part was uh, the hardest part was putting together the right team to make it happen. Gotcha. Like the right trainers to get the classes that I know would be successful. Okay. Right. You couldn't just put anybody out there saying, "Hey, let's do a class." Yep. You know. So no, picking the right team to make it happen, and um, also finding the niche to like, okay, we need to do it at this venue or do we need to have it at one place? Stuff like that. Once I got to the point, I was like, okay, let's just travel and do it. And then it also brings awareness to other people's gym also. Yeah. Yeah. That is dope, man. I've, uh, I'm not an event planner by far, but I've been able to do a couple events, man. And I know, dude, like, Making sure that the 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 event is going successful, mm-hmm. getting the right people on the team, uh, ticket sales, yeah, food, all of this stuff, man, it's a lot. Also coming up with like new ideas, like in the middle of you playing in it, like, oh man, I didn't think it is. Let's do this, <laughs> but can I implement this? Or was it too late? Stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, 
Nah, for sure, man. So what was uh what was the outcome of it? The outcome we did we did great. Okay. <laughs> we did How many great. people did y'all get to sign up? Um each class was actually sold out. Wow. Each class was sold First out. Event and y'all sold out of each yep. class. Each class was sold out and the after party did great. Shout out to Carolina Watershed for letting us host it. Um, yeah, so the after party, that's what really shocked me, the people that came out. Okay. Like it was just people that just came out just to party, didn't even come to the fest, but yeah. they knew the people that were, you know, a part of it. Sure. So that was that was a good thing. That was a good thing. No, nah, for sure, man. So, dude, uh, this is this is great. I know it's going to be a lot of people that's watching this, you know what I'm saying, that want to get into the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. It's just seeing somebody young, successful like yourself, be able to move through these levels. Uh, it's definitely going to inspire people. Uh, and with that kind of going into that lane, man, what are some of the next things that you're kind of focused on in your gym? Next thing focused on in my gym would be um, to reach out to more trainers. If you need a home to train at, you know, contact me, shoot me a DM on uh, Ambition Fitness. Instagram page or go to my email ambitionfitnesstraining at gmail.com send me an email if you need somewhere to train contact me um I'm trying to teach more okay like I've, I've really been into my teaching lane um teaching more also um like I said like you see Ryan getting those contracts bringing some things to the gym where people can come in and work out you know contract based stuff like that with these companies because they really need it yeah um especially with the season coming around right you need to boost the immune system so. for sure a lot of that type of stuff. One of the things, too, that I've noticed about what you do at the gym, man, that I thought was pretty unique is not only is it your space, but mm -hmm. you also allow other individuals mm -hmm. to take part in the space. Uh, I know you got uh, a chiropractor mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's a part of the team. Yep. Uh, you have different lady trainers and things like that. Like, what does your team consist of? Uh, it consists of, I think, about eight trainers. Eight trainers. Um, I'm also a nutritionist as well. Then you have Ryan on his side of nutrition, which is just a, a different ball game in itself. Uh, you have Dr. Fred, the chiropractor, mm -hmm. um, working on getting a massage therapist in there. So you, it's like a one-stop shop. You know, um, Ryan is working on uh, getting a smoothie bar set up. Okay. Uh, so we got, the, we got meal prep, we got training, we got chiropractors, massage therapists, we got the whole nine. We got the apparel game, supplements. It's like a walk. You walk in, it's like vitamin shopping GNC. Okay. Like it's like a really a one-stop shop. Hey, that's dope. So tell me about the supplement line. Mm -hmm. So the supplement line, um, I have everything from probiotics to, um, you know, things that help you with weight reduction, um, uh, veggies and fruits, okay. stuff like that, all of that. And then you add Ryan's supplement line on the other side of it. You have uh, your everyday vitamins from vitamin C to fish oils, elderberry, all of this stuff. Like, you want it, we have it. For sure. Like, so the supplement game, it's it's been good. Um, really trying to get people more in tune with um, supplementation because the average food, you know, that a person is eating is not giving them everything they need. For sure. For so sure. we need to supplement. It's been, everything that we do is all natural. Okay. It's not nothing that's that put you in harm's way. Everything is all natural. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. So where can people find the product line? Do they have to come into the store? Do you see? No, they don't have to come in. So you can go to ambitionfitness.com and purchase my supplements. You can go to your favorite nutritionist.com and get your everyday vitamins from Ryan. So you can go straight to the website and purchase it and it'll be mailed to you. Look, man, can we do a, a promo code for the equity tap? We sure can. Okay, we okay. Sure can. Look, we sure can. We'll set that up. We'll set that up and we'll put that in the description. For sure, for sure man. For sure. Uh, so if y'all out there and you guys are looking to get in shape, lose some weight, get healthier this year, uh, my partner Rick, he's going to give y'all a promo code. Can we make it the equity tap? We sure can. Okay, we'll make it the equity tap and then we'll put it in the description what that, uh, what that percentage looks like. But like I said, y'all tap it. That name, that name itself, equity tap, like let's tap into <clears throat> everything that comes with equity, right? Sure. You want equity out of your body, you got to give it something to give it back to you. 
So that's just how it is. I love the name, man. I love the name. Appreciate it, man. Speaking of names, uh, one of the things that I ran across when I was looking through mm -hmm. uh, your content was your slogan. Yeah. I'm gonna read this. It says, uh, "Train hard and be consistent." What did you? How did you come up to with that? What was the mindset behind it? Train hard and be consistent was based off of understanding that this is not an easy journey, mm -hmm. but if you stay consistent, it's very rewarding at the end. Right? It's all about the quality of life. Everybody's trying to uh, put a deadline on something or with a body goal, this, that, and the third. Like, that's not what we're working out for. That look will come. It just comes with the package. It's a bonus. But at the end of the li uh, day, it's about quality of life. That's what's Quality up. of life. And I see you, you mentioned that you're getting into, like, the uh, education, teaching mm -hmm. space. Uh, I saw you do some content create. Well, you've always been in the content yeah. space. It's just a lot of us are just now starting to uh, be aware of what content creates. Yeah. Is you one of the uh, the front runners in it? But I was looking at something that you were doing at the grocery store the mm -hmm. other day, man. So what's yeah. your mindset on like content creation? Um, being able to have you know the the better cameras now and yeah. stuff like that, and then you get the reels and stuff like that where you got your time frame from thirty seconds, sixty seconds, stuff like that. Being able to get information out in a nutshell in a short amount of time in everyday life. Okay, right? We all go to the grocery store. Most people need to know what to pick. Like, what do we pick? What's the best options for us? Stuff like that. Um, just putting them in a space where their mind takes them on their daily journey every day. Like, we got to go to the grocery store. You got to go to the gym or you got to go. People are passing the liquor stores. Like, I did a video in front of the liquor store. Just putting them in their everyday life to understand what are the do's and don'ts to what we partake in. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Dude, y'all have accomplished so much. So once you look back, like, over your career, from where you started it to where you are now, like, how do you feel about that? It's it's something that I can't even put into words, man. It's, I'm beyond blessed. Uh, I thank God every day for it, you know, because everybody doesn't have the opportunities that I have, uh, stuff like that. But at the same time, uh, I like to tell people, like, don't allow your dream to be set on just one thing. Like, when you dream it, it becomes one thing. Like, every single day, every week, every quarter, every year, my dream evolved. For sure. Right? I didn't see it at first, but it evolved. Don't Don't think that it has to stay at one place. It will evolve. Yeah, man. And I think that's a great point because uh, mm -hmm. I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. So I just started doing consulting mm -hmm. uh, for entrepreneurs that want to get in business and stuff like that. And what I find is it's not necessarily they don't know necessarily what to do. You know what I'm saying? They know the one or two things that they can do right now to move themselves forward. But the biggest issue is mindset. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they're mentally blocked. And what I what I tell them all the time is, bro, you got to collect data. And the only way to collect data is you got to start. You got to start. You got to get in motion. And then you can learn. But so many people are afraid of, you know what I'm saying, starting, jumping out there, mm -hmm. getting going, that they never give themselves the opportunity to get their raw data. And everything is data. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you can analyze data, you'll be good. You are never, you know what I'm saying, worried. Your customer is your best market. Yeah. So if you can figure out what the customer wants, if you can get their raw data, mm -hmm. man, you'll know how to sell. Too. It's nothing but a sculpture, right? You start with some clay, you get the molding. For sure. Of course, that's your data. You mold as you go. Absolutely. Mold as you go. That's so. the way to look at it. Yeah. So, look, man, I had saw this post. Uh, I'm going to read what it says. But it's a picture. You were talking to uh, some kids. Mm -hmm. uh, forgive me. I'm going to look at this phone as I read it. But, yeah. So, it was like when I was growing up and attending school, the career fairs were filled with individuals wearing suits and ties. All I was taught was go to school, graduate, and get, the, go get into the working field. Well, days like this or days look different to me now. Man, tell me about that, bro. I thought that was so dope, man, when I saw it. And, and, and in this picture, I know they can't see it. All the kids are yeah. raising their hands <laughs> to ask you a question. Yeah, um, like I said, we all grew up. All of us grew up, go to the career fair. You got the military over here. 
Got your bank workers over here. Everybody was suit and tie or military uniform. That's all we saw. That's all we were programmed to. But now times have changed. Yeah. You know, it's all about um, trades or being an entrepreneur, working for yourself, stuff like that. So being able to be invited, it was like a two-year span. I was invited to all the career fairs. Okay. Because I guess now the schools and the and the and the world is seeing that there's a shift. Absolutely. Like you don't have to just go and clock in all the time to be successful. Yeah. Like you make your own success. Like they always tell you, be whatever you want to be when you grow up. But then once you got to a certain age, it was, okay, now you need to do this. Yeah. It's like there was a glitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like now let's fix the glitch. Now, now I think they're fixing the glitch. Absolutely. <laughs> do you think, um, why don't you think more people think that way? And I give you, and I, and I kind of give you a little bit of my story. Mm-hmm. When I, I, so what's been interesting to me is, so I've been an entrepreneur since I was 17. I just turned 36. So what's that, 17 years now? Yeah, I can like that. <laughs> 17, 18 years. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I noticed, man, is, so I started the t-shirt company at 24. I was able to take that, scale that company over 10 years uh, to do, you know, a multi-million dollar uh, in sales and mm-hmm. have a million dollar evaluation and eventually sell that company and get acquired. But in that 10-year uh, window, I've literally, you ever heard that phrase, uh, Yeezy jumped over jump, man? Mm-hmm. I feel like, bro, in that 10-year phase, I've been able to literally jump over you know what I'm saying? People that's been in their careers for 20 years, yeah. 30 years, 40 years. And there's no knock on anybody yeah. that chose their path. But the difference, man, in entrepreneurship, you know what I'm saying, being able to scale and grow a business, just the freedom of time. You know what I'm saying? Look, we here, it's not even 12 o'clock. We're 12 o'clock in the middle of the day, and we're able to just, you know what I'm saying, control our time and, and mm-hmm. do this podcast or whatever. The benefits, in my opinion, have outweighed any career that I could have possibly went down. Yes, they, they, they truly do. Once you're able to dictate how you move, when you move, it's it's a truly a blessing. Like the stress is gone, stuff like that. Other than you know, like your daily, like oh man, we gotta get this done, we gotta get this done type stress. But that I don't really count that honestly. Um, but I think a lot of people just, if you want to get into entrepreneurship, don't be scared. Don't be scared to do it. And once you put your priorities in order, like understanding that a lot of stuff will take a back seat. Yeah. Right. So like the frivolous spending, stuff like that. Once you get all of that little knickknack stuff out of the way, yeah. you will be able to partake in entrepreneurship. And it's a challenge for a lot of people. It man. is. Uh, delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. And as an entrepreneur, you have to figure out, you know, what is your goal? Yeah. And then if your goal is big enough, you got to be willing to put everything else on hold in order mm-hmm. to achieve that goal. So when it comes to like your education, man, mindset as an entrepreneur, what is what does that look like? Uh, I know for me, man, I I like to consume a ton of audio books. Yeah, uh, I'm reading on a daily basis, and here's my new hack, man. Uh, I I speed it up. Yeah, I listen to this journal double because I'm only looking for one or two nuggets that I can get out. And and then if I want to go back, I go back and I read it on slow. But you really only need one or two nuggets. So what is your your continuing education look like? Man, reading, 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 reading. Because in the field that I'm in, it's all science-based, you know. Okay. Science changes every single day um, with the human body. So you must stay up to par on what we're doing. Um, so always staying in books. Like you said, uh, you got your podcast. You got stuff like that on the business side. Yeah. And you have um, things like your circle. Like I may go over on the other side of the building and I look over, hey, what you doing? Man, reading this books. Let me go over here and get in something. Like just all that type of stuff as far as education, like really staying on it. Your circle staying up to date on what you do yep. because it changes just like that. Nah, for sure. 
I heard, uh, I don't know who I heard it said, but mm -hmm. it was like, man, you can literally get the equivalent of a Harvard business degree on YouTube. Yeah. Because there's so much content. <laughs> yeah. You just got to be willing to tap into it. And it's something you said the other day uh, on your uh, on your Twitter post where you were like, uh, let's, let's, you know, stop falling in love with, you know, just the knowledge and let's try to get into the outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people need to apply it. Yeah, for sure. Like there's a lot of people out there reading and stuff, but they ain't doing nothing with it. And bro, I'm, you know, I be preaching to myself too, yeah. because I'm addicted to to knowledge. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I want to consume it. Like if you get in my car right now, you there will be no radio stations programmed. Because yeah. when I try to listen to it, all I want to hear is that static. Because when I hear that static, it lets me know you need to be consuming something that's gonna grow. Mm -hmm. When I'm at the house, I'm always watching YouTube. Like the only time I'm off of YouTube is if I'm watching uh some type of sport. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but outside of that, man, I'm always watching YouTube, figuring out how I can learn, how I can grow. Yeah. And it has made all the difference. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I've been able to achieve outside of my mentor, uh, everything that I've been able to achieve and learn is because I've read it in a book. Yeah. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, that as well as putting yourself in position to learn. Like if it's something that, that you can't get in the book and you gotta go get go learn it, let's yeah. just fly out there, try out there, whatever you gotta do, go to it and go learn it. I'm always go. If I see a conference or uh exhibit or something like that, I'm going to it. Yeah, yeah. One way or the other, I gotta get there. For sure. And I think um what I like to tell people sometimes is there's two investments that you have to make in business. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one everybody is familiar with is money. Everything that you see, you know what I'm saying, the cameras, the lights, yeah. things like that. But the second uh, investment that you have to make, which is probably way more important, is the investment in yourself, yeah. your education. If there's conferences that you need to get to, like you said, bro, you mm -hmm. just got to get up. And just got to get up and go. Because the people that you meet in these conferences, the networking that you're able to, it's really about belief. Yeah, uh, I went to InvestFest uh, this past August, and that is literally what gave birth to this whole Equity Tap, you know, project. Yeah, because I've been to—if I hadn't been to 50 conferences in my lifetime, bro, I've been pretty close uh, to going to 50 conferences. Uh, and, and so I wasn't necessarily looking for nuggets out of this conference. I was just going to, to build my belief. Yeah, and to see, you know, what I'm saying, uh, EYL go from two, three thousand people at their first conference to this year having over fifteen thousand people. It just let me know, like, yo, this content creation space is growing. Yeah. It's growing at a fast rate. And there's people out there that's hungry for information. And, you know, for individuals like us that's created success in business, you know, there's a, a responsibility to give back. Yeah. Uh, and creating stuff like that is this is what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? We're giving back. We're giving out free information to help people move and scale to the next level. Yeah, for sure. So that's what it's all about. That's it in the nutshell, right there. Yeah, man. There's no nothing even less enough uh needs to be said. Uh give back. The more you give, give back. For sure. Yeah. And it's it's like uh it's a spiritual principle too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's sowing and reaping. And a lot of people don't realize this, but it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? You're so negative, that thing coming back around to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it does you better, you know what I'm saying, to sow positivity and let that come back. One of the things I do, man, when, and I don't tell nobody this, this you're probably the first person I ever told this, man. <laughs> Whenever I'm having like a down day, I go through a drive-through and I pay for the person behind me. And it instantly raises my spirit, you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm giving back, you know what I'm saying? Blessing somebody uh, that wasn't expecting it. And it instantly changes my whole perspective in that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can see how that, that totally will work. You know, just the thought of seeing somebody else, like how what I do with fitness, mm -hmm. the thought of seeing somebody else just smile yeah. will lift you up. Yeah. For yeah. So, so tell me about, uh, I know, man, we've been going here for about 40 minutes yeah. now. But tell <laughs> me about the, uh, you got to tell me about the, the, the bodybuilding part of it, man. How did you get into that? Look, I've seen both of y'all train. I've seen Ryan train. I've seen you train. Y'all have created massive success. And, uh, dude, that is like, 
You are you familiar with David Goggins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all remind me of David Goggins, mm-hmm. y'all in that mode for <laughs> like competition, man. It is it's something crazy to see. With bodybuilding, I can't re- I can't remember the exact thing got me into it, but me and Ryan was talking about it, and uh, he told I was like, man, I think I want to do the show. And he was like, man, I got a coach for you. And then he introduced me to uh, his good friend, Derek. And then I did the first show, and it was a success. It was it was something new for me. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, <laughs> you can see it in the background. Yeah, we went and we took first place. Took first place, and then, um, you know, we went through it. And then the second show came about, and then Ryan Partake did it with me. So it was good to have somebody right there on side of me sure. in the trenches. He was do- in the first time, but having him actually doing it with me at the same time, yeah. it was it was something to see, like, being able to take your your body to the next level. That's all. That's what it was about. And it also teaches you another level of discipline. Man. It's another level of discipline that goes with bodybuilding. Uh, shout out to all the bodybuilders out there. They are like the top 2% in the world. Yeah, They're what I, they do because it's just me. something that the average person will not do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, man, fitness, I tell people all the time, bro, you want to see what your mental capacity to, to not give up is, mm-hmm. get on a treadmill. Oh, yeah. Get on the train, yeah. <laughs> You will find that real quick. And I got that from Will Smith. Will Smith was like, bro, uh, if me and you got on the treadmill and we were racing, you probably heard this. Mm-hmm. He was like, bro, I'm either going to win or I'm going to die on that treadmill. Yeah. And if you want to figure out how your mental toughness is, set a goal. Like, that's one thing I try to do. All right, I'm going to do three miles on a treadmill. And once you get to mile one, everything in you, depending on your, your you know what I'm saying, your physical level, yeah. everything in you is screaming, stop. Mm-hmm. But can you continue to push through? Yeah. And that's how you know uh, what your mental capacity is. So what was the results of the, uh, the the bodybuilding competition? You said you were able to take second. Uh, and so the first show, I took first place. Uh, oh, and first then the, place. Yeah, in the first show and the second place. I mean, second place in the second show. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we had some some good times with that, good victories. A lot of lessons. Uh, met a lot of new people. Yeah. Tapped into a whole other market with it, you know. And uh, it was a good thing. It was a good thing. Do you see yourself competing in uh, anymore? I I can't even lie to you. Probably not. I I, I, I think about it time to time, and it's like, nah. I'd just rather just stay in regular shape at this point. Yeah, Yeah, for sure, for sure. But the teaching you need backstage. Oh, yeah. So we were backstage. Hold on. The people can't hear. Ryan is is one of his business partners. (laughs) Asked him to explain some of the teaching that he's doing uh, at the shows and uh, behind the stage. Yeah, so we were talking about fitness and stuff like that. And a lot of people back there, they had heard that I was a gym owner. Okay. And they were just into fitness stuff like that. And you could hear it in their minds that they really were just following the fad. Okay. And uh, we were always into it as far as a marketing aspect. Like, let, let, let you see us take our bodies to the next level like we try to do for you. Yeah. Right? And then once they start hurting and hearing the analytics and the numbers that we were putting together... God, we really want to get into this. Like, what do you mean the numbers in the end? Like the the numbers as far as success, um, how good you may be doing, not necessarily income, uh-huh. but like the type of people you touch, you come in contact with, stuff like that. For sure, they were uh really intrigued by, it, and they wanted to be gym owners. You know, they didn't just want to like just bodybuild. Some of them yeah. wanted to. Some of them wanted to, you know, open up a gym. And I had to tell them what it took. Okay. And they didn't understand. They were like, dang, you did all of this while doing this. We were just doing this to get ready for the show. For sure. Like, no, nah, I was running the business at the same I was time. Man, look. So it's, it was just different levels to it, and they were really intrigued by it. That's what's up, man. So do you uh, do you plan on, do, or do you have a course right now that people can take to learn how to get I actually, um, I actually have a course. I need to relaunch it. It okay. went through a, a process where I had to revamp some stuff. Okay. I started it out as just uh, training trainers, okay. but now it's going to go into the uh, the um the standpoint of like helping gym owners and stuff like that. Gotcha. And it's going through the revamping process. It's crazy because I just came down from Houston um, and I had to go down there and do two gym consultations. 
Oh, wow. So I'm actually helping two people down there get their gyms together yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I just came from Atlanta and helping them, you know, with some ideas for their gym. Oh, so, yeah, man, you yeah. got to put something online. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's definitely going to be the next phase for you, man. And it's going to be huge because you guys already have all the certifications. You know what I'm saying? You put yourself as a leader, you put yourself out front. You know, you show people what's possible, how you can literally break your whole body down yeah. in order to, you know what I'm saying, do bodybuilding. Like, it's intense, man. So, yeah. yeah. Those are the type of courses, and, and I'll be honest, bro. Over the last year, I probably invested ten grand easy, and just I mean, just learning, yeah. yeah, just learning. So I know there's a market out there for. It. When do you think you'll probably have that course ready? I would say it probably would be ready around about March or April. Okay, somewhere around there. So when you get ready to launch the course, man, we got to get you back. Um, hopefully, the Equity <laughs> Tap will have a million followers. By oh yeah, so. you, oh, for sure, you for sure have. Like, yeah. like we were just talking, man. Like with with your with your brand and what you got going here. It's something to see. Like it started as a startup not too long ago, but it's already at a level where a lot of people are still trying to reach. That's been any longer. Yeah. Um. And like I said, you know, you give them those gems out there. If all the people that's out there podcasting, if this is what you do, really get into it right now. Cause like they said, with the new information we just got, with the YouTube probably getting NFL Sunday ticket, you may want to go your that. game. Wow. Yeah, they about to get it. And it also and it comes down to like these big companies not knowing how to brand on social media, and that's where you all come in. Mm -hmm. So equity tab, I'm sure will be first on the on the, on the taps so. up. Yeah, man. Look, we don't know, uh, and I try to be as transparent as possible mm -hmm. in this process. Like, I don't know everything. I'm not going to claim to know everything. Yeah. I've I've seen a level of success as in a, as an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Coming from where I come from, learning to you know the things that I've been able to learn. Uh, it don't make me special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there is some things that I can give back to other people to kind of help them, you know what I'm saying, go to the next level. And that's just mm -hmm. what I'm passionate about in this particular, you know, phase of my life. I uh, I was always uh, taught, or not taught, but in the back of my mind, I always wanted to reach retirement. And I think as entrepreneurs, that's the goal that we always hear, like, yo, build a business to reach retirement. Yeah. And, you know, I built my business, sold my company, and I sat still for a year and a half, bro. And I'll be honest with you, it was probably one of the most depressing times. Of yeah. my life. It's like as an entrepreneur, do we really, we say retirement. I think we say it because that's what we've always been taught. That's what we But at the same done, time, yeah. it, we the type of people that just can't sit down. Bro, it was, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was one of the most depressing times of my life. Like, because I didn't have any purpose. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What was my passion? When I ran a t-shirt company, you know what I'm saying? I had a staff that I was able to interact with all the time. I had customers continuing to come in. Mm -hmm. Now, the sale of the business financially was great. You know what I'm saying? And I think as an entrepreneur, that was the only thing that we was looking at. But I didn't necessarily look at the impact that we were having yeah. as well. But, you know, we taking it, those those finances, and now we're dumping it into this next project, man. And, you know, putting all that passion in. And honestly, this is probably more in my wheelhouse because... It allows me to create or, or combine my creative abilities with, you know what I'm saying, my entrepreneur ability, yeah. man, and just create content and, and interview good people, man, has been able to have the same success. So Yeah, you, uh, I really feel like what you did was a, was a one-of-a-kind thing, like you said, how you started it and how you got to the point where you got to with the T-shirt company, and now you're going into this. Uh, for everybody out there, like, he has this going on. The T-shirt company was a success. Um, Y'all need to push him to get back into black artists. I'll right. listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be like, he always trying to push me. I'm going to push him, too. Like, he has some things that are going that are, like, some one of a kind. Like, that, that was something that was never seen in me. 
I just ever seen it, and uh, it was a success. Yeah, yeah, sure. man. We I'm gonna bring it back for sure. Uh, you know, it's just been a transitional phase. Yeah, for sure. You know, trying to figure out what does life look like because you know one thing that people don't don't tell you, uh, and it's because our culture really hadn't experienced it mm-hmm. a lot. Is you know what does that look like to sell a company? Yeah. What do you? What are your plans? What are your goals after that? So, man, selling the company was one thing. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, all right, cool. What does what does life look like yeah. after that? So, Black Artist is one of those things is on. I have a couple other projects that I want to you know launch mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Equity Tap is of course it. Yeah, for sure it is. Uh, and man, I want to follow in. You know what I'm saying? Your footsteps. I can see Memphis having a conference. You know what I'm saying? An entrepreneur conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing some like-minded people together and just teaching on entrepreneurship. Because a study was done a few years back, and we may still be ranked top as uh, one of the cities that has the most uh, startup uh, entrepreneurs oh, in Memphis, black entrepreneurs. So with that amount of people starting businesses all the time, you know what I'm saying? From man, There's opportunity to teach. From the beauty industry to construction, trucking, stuff food. like that, food. Yep. Like, it, this is a booming city for what we do. Yeah. Do we get the recognition? Probably not, but... When it comes down to it, it all, the recognition always comes back. Because every time somebody starts something, they're like, oh, they started. I mean, that's when they start talking about it. So, yeah, like, we really are booming. Yeah, 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 man. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to see what this next phase for, you know what I'm saying, Ambition Fitness looks like, what the next phase for Ryan looks like, and, of course, what the next phase for Equity Tap. Yeah. I know you've already dropped your social media handles. I'm going to give you another chance to do that. But if you have any parting advice for uh, entrepreneurs that you want to leave them with, uh, do that and then also – uh, let them know again how they can follow you, where they can find you at. Um, as far as entrepreneurship, man, follow your dreams. Never give up. Keep a tight circle around you that, you know, motivates you and always lifts you up, right? The times will be hard, but do not give up. Do not give up. I promise you, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's, there, you may seem like there's more dark days, and there may be more dark days than there is light, but the light always, you know, trumps the dark days. So never give up. Um... And as far as my social media, man, like I said, follow me, Ambition Fitness, on Instagram. That's A-M-B-I-S-H-U-N, Fitness, on Instagram. And my personal page on Instagram, Ricky underscore Dorse Jr. Follow me there. I'm about to tap into a lot of other things going on there. So there you go. And AmbitionFitness.com is the website. So, man, bro, this has been a profitable conversation. I, I appreciate it. I'm, I appreciate more, it. I'm, I'm more motivated for having this conversation. <laughs> to take my business to the next level, man. So I appreciate you coming out and being with the share story. Absolutely. We're going to do this again for sure. Yeah. Listen, um, entrepreneurs, if you like this type of content and you want to hear more, do me a favor. Go ahead and hit the like button. Also, uh, comment down in the uh, comment section if there's more content, more information that you want us to cover that can help you move forward in your business. Drop that in the content for us, and we're going to try our best to continue to create, you know, more videos like this, bring on more individuals to kind of help you guys move forward. But with that being said, man, you guys stay tuned, locked into the Equity Tap Network, and we'll be coming back with more content.